Hello, yes, this is Dan Housen here. Dan Housen, this is uh, for Shooting the Breeze with Bash and James Housen. Yes, a podcast, a wrestling podcast of some sort based in the UK. It's quite nice. Dan Housen's here to give you a very nice, very evil shout-out of some sort. And also, you, Dan Housen's wishing you the powers to knock out the Breeze Horse. That is War Horse in disguise, Dan Housen thinks. He's not quite sure. But he also is uh, shooting the Breeze with the Breeze Horse. So, you must defeat him. He's evil. Anyways, love that Good luck. Uh, hey, it's episode 93 of Shooting the Breeze with Bash and... Uh, and with me, James. Haha, <laughs> I beat you to it. <laughs> yeah, no, I finally uh, got you back. Man. I know, man, it's been a while. It's, uh, you know what, it's just been like a busy, busy time. And like, thankfully, like the other James has like been, he's been kind of more available than myself. But Wow talk about scheduling conflicts yeah scheduling has <laughs> been a bit uh, funny but uh, at least we at least we got we're here and like you know we just we got uh, there in the end yeah that's the main thing and it was steam run through I mean uh, there's a lot obviously a lot to talk about since we last recorded well I last recorded with the James so yeah um, going to like what, what's been going on like the Hall of Fame hasn't been it was alright it wasn't it was alright. I, I don't normally watch the Hall of Fame. I just wanted to watch Undertaker's thing, but I thought the Shad Gasper thing was quite touching, and um, like the whole Undertaker speech. It was a, it was a bit long, but uh, the point he was making was fair dues. Like it was good. I mean, um, I uh, as a whole, I thought the whole thing was good. I mean, I thought it was a bit odd. Like literally every other inductee got like ten, fifteen minutes, which is fine. It's all needed. Like take went for like an hour and a half, but the thing is, he's got that much stories, and he's had that much of a career. Like it was, there was no wasted time. Like you couldn't have shortened Undertaker's speech. I know a few people criticised it, saying it was too long, but you couldn't have shortened it. He could have stood there and talked for five hours, and I'd probably have watched it all. Yeah, I think like they gave him the right amount of time, and I think yeah, more stories to go. But obviously, this is like. That's his finale, isn't it? You know. So. Well, he said at the end, never say never. I think it is his finale. Like, I don't see him uh, coming back. Um, I don't see him doing any kind of wrestling capacity. No. I think uh, that part of his life has come to an end. Yeah, I think with the Hall of Fame induction thing, I think that's kind of like the stamp of approval, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. And then uh, we had stand and deliver. Um, Cameron, the ladder match was probably the standout thing. I think. Oh, quite, absolutely. Like Cam, I mean, like Cameron Grimes winning it, but obviously, his music kind of uh, changed. They kind of like have you noticed? They kind of cut out the bit when they talk about Regal. I didn't notice, to be honest, but. Like, I'm just glad one. When you go back and you feel like you hear them come out or whatever, if they're playing the fun thing, you can hear this like kind of scratched Regal's name out. Ah, uh, Royce. Which is a bit of a, a bit of a funny one, but I, I got the original music stuff <laughs> when he first came out, so. No, that ladder match was outstanding. I watched it twice. Yeah, it was a brilliant. I was like, does, you can't fault NXT ladder matches, like. You know, it's it's it is their go to. It's like the best thing they do. Like their ladder matches are better than any other WWE ladder matches, yeah. including Money in the Bank. Yeah, 
Like, you can watch Money in the Bank, and sometimes there's good money in the banks and there's bad money in the banks. But when NXT do it, you know you're in for a banger, which is good. Yeah, I thought uh, the Triple H with Champa kind of like, I thought that was like the death nail of like black and gold, like kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was like the finishing thing. I have caught up with NXT, and I, I, I have a real love-hate relationship with it. Sometimes it's good, but uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I'll be interested to see what it, what the landscape looks like in a year's time, because I don't see people like Bron Breaker sticking around for long. Yeah, what was with like Bron losing that match and then winning the title on Raw? I thought that that was like there's a lot of odd booking on like that show. I like, think they wanted to gauge his reaction on Raw. Like, in he the had Raw the, crowd. He had, he had the tag titles switch, the women's tag titles, and then they went them back. Obviously, we'll talk about call-ups in a bit. But it was just felt like a, the whole thing just felt really odd, like, booking-wise. I genuinely believe... Bron Breaker... Sorry, that was my door banging. Bron Breaker, I think, in Vince McMahon's eyes, is, like, the whole package. He's got, like... He's got the lineage... Good on the mic. He's young. He looks the part. He's, you know, he's got everything. So I think Vince wants to like test the waters with him on Raw as fast as humanly possible. The thing is, though, that doesn't need to be done because they've already established that Cody is going to be the face of Raw. Yeah, I suppose we'll get onto that in a bit. Yeah, later, but uh, <clears throat> it just felt like this, like this show was just like really oddly booked. I mean, like. I don't want to speak too much about the NASCAR MSK thing or whatever, like, kind of, like, something... Yeah, like, I think that's best to be left alone. It's, uh, I it's think... A bit of a messy one, but obviously he leaves, like, um, who is it, the other guy out of MSK? I forgot his name, Zachary went to... Oh, yeah, like his partner's absolutely fucked. Because yeah. they, they are a tag team, they are... I mean, his tag team partner's the more talented of the two. So if one were to go, then obviously the right one has gone, and by the looks of it, for justified reasons. But he's a tag wrestler. I mean, I, oh, it was just I, the whole cluster. Fuck really, and the timing of it is like. I know, literally, like, they won the titles, and then a week later, it's like, yeah, we've got to vacate. It wasn't even vacating; it just kind of just stripped them and. I don't know who pretty deadly are, but like they're like some seventies glam rock act. It's just weird. They're pretty entertaining and they're pretty good in the ring. I don't know. I just I don't know. I just I haven't like got them yet. Do you know what I mean? They're like but a cocky version of the Rockers. Because yeah, I haven't watched NXT UK and this, so I don't really know them. So it's probably going to take me a while to kind of like get used to them. But the other guys who are from Diamond Mine, boy, they put on a show, man. Yeah. Them guys are something else, man. <laughs> To be fair, um, <clears throat> while we're on the subject of um, um, NXT, I was meaning to message you. Um, I think Kashida's left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I put it in the notes anyway. Did you? I didn't read that bit. Yeah, Kushida, I put Kashida gone. Like, oh, my apologies. So, um, um, what happened there? I don't know. The contract was up. And, but I heard the contract was up. I'm probably going to New Japan or... It's probably staying. If he wants to stay in the States, it's probably AEW, but AEW is like pretty bloated, isn't it? So, and even now, like, obviously, we'll speak about like 
AEW and New Japan later on, I guess. But um, yeah, I suppose the safe bet is probably New Japan. He's just some like Meltzer's reporting that he's gone in June or something like that. So I just uh, thought it was really surprising. I feel he's going to miss the best of the Super Juniors, but he weren't doing much anyway, was he? So no. He was. Uh, you know what I mean, he was just with the jacket time and kind of like just fast. He was about. so good when he got brought up, and there was so much hope. And they just again, WWE dropped the ball. It's just one of them, isn't it? I feel just it's become one of them. Like, but yeah, I, I just hope the best. I, I, I know he's going to do well. Of course like, he will. He'll, he'll, he'll make money wherever he goes. Yeah. Oh, he's a top class worker, so. Um, whenever he ends up I'll probably be proud for him what about your mates <laughs> Dunkzilla and uh, Aussie Open oh Aussie Open yeah yeah, yeah. so they're uh, Japan. yeah they're um, in well yeah they're in New Japan yeah, they've, just, um, uh, they had a match on Saturday I think he's, the, the part of uh, Will Ospreay's faction yeah United Empire yeah. the United Empire so to be fair that's good for them because like they are wicked I mean I've seen them live in England a few times and like I can see them doing big things like one to watch in New Japan especially when it comes to like tag titles and stuff like yeah. that they are definitely one to watch now see how open mm-hmm. probably I mean like they have the tag league and if they get in they're probably allowed to be in the country by December time so yeah probably see him in, I mean, probably see him in there before December time but I guess just waiting to see what the visa situation is like over there but I know they're doing the US stuff yeah even being associated and partnered with Will Ospreay is a good rub for them yeah I think they're they're going to do well but they just need the chance to kind of like break out now this year and hopefully they've kind of break out like everyone's talking about Aussie Open versus FTR so I that'd think be that'd good. be a match. I think like Aussie Open versus the I mean FDR versus the Briscoes were like one of the best matches I've seen. You know, like on that the WrestleMania weekend obviously we're gonna talk about it now. So. Where have the Briscoes ended up landing then? Are they in Ring of Honor? Or are they in AEW or are they in neither? No, like I feel sorry for them. Nobody wants to like sign them to a major T V company. It's kinda of a bit sad. Like, I think they're going to be like, you know, the Indie Hall of Famers. And never... See, that... Oh. It's sad, like, it just feels sad. You know, I think, I think Tony brought from the Ring of Honor just to do FDR versus the Briscoes because they wouldn't let him do it on AEW. I have so, no idea. The whole of Supercard of Honor was great. Like, obviously, we might as well just quickly got through it. Now. I mean, some old job came back and obviously he signed to AEW so and he won the TV title against his he did? in a probably that was a great match as well it was just pure violence I've seen clips you know, of it and yeah they just beat the shit out of each yeah, other that was just pure violence because <laughs> I just like watched it now so like now my only thing is with because it was Suzuki your face wasn't it yeah don't you feel that every time Suzuki's in a match in the US he loses no because he won the title I don't and know then, it's just he seems to lose more than he wins especially when it's anything affiliated then, with Tony Khan no he beat Killer Cross so and I think he he got defeated by Ishii I think but I think like Suzuki's one of them guys who's like he's bulletproof kind of do you know what I mean 
Yeah. You know, like, it's like, it's like 53 or 54 now, so, you know, you can't really, you can't really have him win everything in his 50s, isn't it? It's kind of like a bit odd, isn't it? Oh, well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you know, but he always puts on a solid banger. I think that's the kind of main thing, I think. And this is Ricky, you know, he's going to put on a, he's going to put on violence. Basically, yeah, that's what him versus Samoa Joe. I mean, that is just a match made in heaven. Yeah, that was just just top, the top fest of top fests. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. But yeah, uh, going to Mania ish. So I thought Mania wasn't too bad. I mean, it was a decent Mania. It felt it felt like Mania basically. Do you prefer one night or two nights? I prefer one night. I don't know, I kind of got like notes here, so I suppose we'll go through them, I mean... Really? No, 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 but I'm just saying, as, as a whole, what, oh. what do you prefer? Like, do you prefer the old format of WrestleMania only being one night, uh. or do you prefer the new format of it being two nights? Uh, I miss the old one nights. I, I feel like two nights is too much. I think two nights is stretching out the card a bit, but I want to sell tickets in it. So like, yeah. after the pandemic, it's kind of like... Not shift as many tickets as possible, and obviously there was a lot of wrestling to take in. What stand and deliver them two nights, eight hours, and draw another two hours. You know, you kind of like have 10, 11 hours of wrestling, and you kind of can get drained out a bit, I suppose. Yeah. Right? Especially if you're a live crowd, I suppose. So, yeah, I felt sorry for Boogs actually. Like, yeah, I don't know if they were supposed to win the belt or not. I mean, that blue eye is quite pretty bad. I've got a feeling that they were supposed to win the titles, but yeah, Boog's like legit really hurt himself, and then they had no choice but to obviously Nakamura to take the loss. Yeah, which is it's a bit sad because it was like on his WrestleMania debut and stuff, and kind of like blow out your quad there. Shit on it. Um. I like Rip Boogs. I think yeah, he's so entertaining. Like I think, I think like when he comes back, hopefully, like they're kind of utilizing properly. I mean, there's a lot of there's been a lot of injuries lately, which is sad. You know, you had E, you had Boogs. Obviously, they're building Nakamura up to face Reigns and it at some point. So it's a bit strange. Like you know, I thought uh, the Logan Paul coming out with the Pikachu card was just. My Logan Paul. You know what? Logan Paul. I'm not the biggest fan of Logan Paul. I find him entertaining, but I, at the same time, well, I mean, his brother, he's not as bad as his brother. He did all right, you know. Oh, he did excellent. I'm not going to say he was, a, he was bad or whatever. He did quite well. Of course he did. You know, it's kind of like he did put in the time, but whatever. Like, the, the, the Pikachu card around his neck was like, I'm like, mate... Mate, he loves his Pokemon cards. <laughs> I think, you know what my issue with him is? Because I collect or collected. I'm at the yeah, game. Okay. Because he bought cards for stupid amounts of money. <sighs> like, he spent, like, over a mil on a first edition mm, Shadow Lord, Shadowless Wizard. This guy was pleased to go. And basically, he upped the price on anything to do with Pokemon. Because of his popularity... And he made it so that people couldn't be collectors, they couldn't enjoy it, because it was too expensive to enjoy it. Yeah. And it's beginning to level out a little bit now, mm. and it's becoming more 
possible to be a collector and to enjoy it. But my God, I mean, it was just an absolute scalper's nightmare. Well, it was a scalper's dream when Logan Paul kind of got involved with it, and then all the YouTubers did the same. And I mean, I've got I've got a, I've got a mate who um, who I work with, and like because of the boom, like he started up his own online card shop. He does like pack openings on Instagram and all sorts, and, like stuff like that's cool. And he's making a killing at it, but as a whole. It put me off Logan Paul. However, the stuff that he's been doing with wrestling, he was excellent. He was, you could tell he'd put in the time and trained. Um, he'd got some heat. And then they've set it up that in the future, if he did want to return, he can he have could. a match with Miz. Yeah. He can have a match with Miz. Yeah. Which at Probably this point. Summer, so. Yeah. So. You know, it's fair play to him. Yeah. I'd rather have seen big KSI. Yeah, I'd rather see KSI get an opportunity like that because I find him more entertaining and a bit more genuine. But uh, fair play to him. Yeah, I think it's more known to the American audience as well. Isn't it? Okay. Well, yeah, KSI is definitely more UK. Yeah, basically, so it's kind of like one of the last things. Um, you had the return of uh, the American Nightmare, Cody. Like we when that indeed. music hit, it was like. You can hear the crowd just roar, and I thought he had a really great match. I'm, you know, I me, mean? I'm not the biggest Cody fan, but I gotta give it. His new t shirt looks sick. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, he had a good match with Seth, and obviously they're gonna run it back at the next pay per view. So yeah, I, I mean, I love the match. I love the fact that he kept his music. Um, he kept his entrance really as well. He kept his entrance. He's got his same ring gear. Um, and he, he's been wicked on like Raw since he's been back. And he's been doing good promos, good work. You can tell that this is going to be a year of Cody. Yeah, probably. Yeah, totally like, much, I think you're looking at your Money in the Bank winner right there. Somehow he's going to end up with title opportunities, whatever. If he wins or not, I don't know. If they keep the belts unified or separate them, I don't know. But it's my early shot for money in the bank winner. Oh, he, he's he's the most logical choice. Yeah. My only thing is, I don't want them to lose the momentum and have Seth win clean at, at WrestleMania Backlash. I don't want to see that happen. Have Seth win by some fuckery or some kind of I don't know, whatever. But don't have him win clean. That that they, they can't take the momentum off Cody just yet. Yeah, but you can't, like, what you call it? What is it? It's, um, what, you got uh, this backlash thing in it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what being what now? April, yeah? Yeah. May, June. What, June's money in the bank, in it? Or is it July? Red, red. I think it's July and then August is SummerSlam. They've like, got four weeks between those two pay-per-views or something like that, so... Yeah. You don't really want to be... But like, or you don't. If you're gonna prolong it, how long are you gonna prolong it for, though? That's the thing. I know what you're saying. You don't want to make it so that he's like overexposed or that he's just indestructible. Because then, when he does lose, the longer it's been, it'll be worse. If that makes sense. Yeah, but you don't want Seth to be. You don't want Seth to get a win back, and then it's one more, and then 
It's one one all, and then there'll be a third match. It'll be a rubber match, yeah. You don't really want the rubber. Which Cody will win? So yeah, actually, you know what? Have Seth win at Backlash via something. I don't know something happening. Interference. I don't know whatever. Mm. And then have your rubber match. Have Cody win, and then that's it. They've had their little rivalry. Yeah, probably like a three piece trilogy, and it'll probably be. The right thing. I mean, Bobby being almost was quite shocking for me. Like when uh, yeah, happened. I didn't see that coming. To be fair, I didn't see that coming. I was like, "Pippin, oh, he speared him and he beat him." But then, obviously, with the turn on Raw with MVP was quite interesting because I think although James called it on the last podcast, he was talking about like almost needing a mouthpiece, and like I think MVP is the right kind of guy to oh, he's talking for almost because almost ain't really like a promo person is he no he's just a monster and that's the that's how he should be he should just be going in there killing people and walking off yeah I think he's going to beat Bobby yeah I, I think Omos is going to walk out of this like the the victory at the end of it all yeah I mean talking about um, absolute monsters what about Veer? I love him I don't know about him. He just goes in there, fucks people up, and then leaves. I haven't really kind of like... I saw one of his matches against Dominic Mysterio. I was like, oh, okay. I have to, like, get into him a bit more and see what the crack is. Oh, God, I think... I'm happy they're keeping him in almost separate. Who, Vera and Omos? Yeah, yeah. Like, you need to keep them as separate as possible. Yeah, I'd definitely keep them separate. You know what I mean? How do you feel about the nineties nostalgia? But like, I, I enjoyed Pat McAfee and Theory. I thought that was good. Oh, the nineties nostalgia! I wonder what you're on about then. Like the nineties nostalgia of Stone Cold and Vince. What and Vince taking the worst stunner? Yeah, of all ever time, yeah. Ever. Like Theory taking the best stunner, and then Vince taking the worst stunner of all time. It's like he's running away. <laughs> He was running backwards looking to like run, fall out the ring or something and then Austin's oh, laughing no. his head off. It was terrible. But Austin's alcohol tolerance is something else as well. Oh, yeah. I'm like, how many cans has he drank? I swear it was like seven. I think he's got no, about seven more than cans. seven cans, man. Oh, somebody's going to have counted that on the internet how many cans he went through. It's got to be some I type of... I think he did very good, but... I think Austin Theory. But it's not called Austin Theory anymore, is he? Well, it's just Theory. Yeah. This is a bit weird. I think he could legit end up being, whether it's forced or not, the future of WWE. You know, I think he's like the second coming of John Cena. Yeah, he is. That's how it feels to me. Is that that a wrong assumption? Which. Like I mean, he's wicked in the ring. Yeah, he's great in the ring, yeah. Can't fault uh, him in the um, ring. He's good at promos. He's good at promos. He's good at entertaining. He's got that kind of go-away heat. Yeah. Which, there's nothing wrong with having go-away heat. Like, no, no, there's nothing wrong with having heat, but it's not go-away It's not go away heat. It's not like, look, we're giving you heat because we just don't like you and we don't want you here. He's getting a reaction. But then he goes in the ring and smashes it. Yeah. And he's partnered with Vince, and I can't see Vince putting his seal of approval. I know it's all just scripted and everything, but for Vince McMahon to back him 
and to come back onto TV. And to come back onto TV specifically. Yeah, specifically for that match and get in the ring as well. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I mean, we'll get onto Raw in a little bit because obviously the the title change. But yeah, I've got a feeling like. He won the US title. He did. Theory won the US title uh, clean off uh, Balor. Mm. Switch leaves me to suspect that um, I've got a really bad feeling that Balor's not going to be sticking around. But I'll, I can talk about that like later when we get to Raw. I guess it depends, on it? Like, uh, all in all, I thought it was a pretty decent mania. It uh, was. It was good. I mean, I like, half I thought... the things we expected to happen happened, and. Half the things, you know, I gotta admit, Sasha's entrance with the car was pretty sick. Yeah, um, all the entrances were pretty fire. And it was like WrestleMania, and it just felt like Mania. So. It's big. It's supposed to. It's you know, it's, it's big. It's exciting. It's you know, it's an extravaganza. It's it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I'm gonna say it was stupendous. It was. It wasn't bad. It was. I'd give know. it. At eight point five out of ten, or four four stars, I'd yeah. give it four out of five stars. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. Pretty, pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you had the formation of like Damian Priest and like Edges, whatever crew that fucking little faction. Which whatever thing I reckon, is. I reckon that's going to be growing over the next few weeks. I reckon we're going to get in. I reckon Rhea Ripley and Tommaso Ciampa are going to be in there. Hmm. Yeah, they talk about the raw after mania. Elias's brother, Ezekiel. Elias, Ezekiel. <laughs> I love you. I just saw so odd. It's one of the oddest things I've seen, and we've watched a lot of pro wrestling. We see some odd shit, and that is just like I'm talking about a repackage, but doing it like just so. I don't know. Like funnily, like make, they've just made it funny. Like, like they've taken the like, piss out of themselves. Like, yeah, it feels like Kevin Owens is losing his mind, like legit losing his mind. It is like, funny. I it mean, just makes me laugh. Like it's watch, watching Kevin Owens doing this kind of thing where can't, can't everybody see his eyes is just like so angry. They've done it before, <laughs> like when they when they had um, Damian Priest. No, sorry, not Damian Priest. Damian Sandow. And. He did the comedy character, but he was good in the ring and he could back it up. And he was a Money in the Bank winner. Oh my God, Sandow was so great. Uh, and this character, it's like that again. So, it's not the same, but it's very similar in the sense that it's wacky, but it is funny and it's entertaining. And I'm glad I'm glad to see, well, Elias or Ezekiel or whatever you want to call him back on TV. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, the ring, yeah, and all that. And just, I suppose it's going to take me. I'm like Kevin Owens, still looking at him like he's a lice. I mean, Instead see how the thing. feud goes with Kevin Owens. If Ezekiel walks out of this, the victor, then yeah. I would say keep an eye on Ezekiel because Kevin Owens, you know, former world champion, champion, you know, <sighs> Kevin Owens is arguably one of the best wrestlers in the world he's, he's you've got to put him in the top 20 easy top 20 easy top, top 20 10 for me probably possibly even top 10 top 10 easily for me if so about, if you're talking about workers and promo if you're talking about workers and promo i would put him in I'm... top 10 is gonna be just promos are great it's just funny 
you know what? If we were talking about top wrestlers of all time, I'd say top 20. If we were talking about top wrestlers in current times, top 10. Yeah. Yeah, current times, yeah. i got to give a shout-out. I forgot, forgot about Triple H's little thing with uh, putting his boots in the ring. And yeah. Like that, which is a bit, uh, a bit sad, but... I guess it's one of them, and hopefully he just... But hopefully he's got some type of job backstage or something. Doing something. Oh, he'll have a job for life, but really, I, I hope that he's taking time away and spending it with Stephanie and, and the kids and the family. And I mean, you know, he was in, I mean, pretty touch and go. It all got, got, got kept pretty quiet, but he did that interview on an American uh, like sports show. Uh, I don't know if you watched it, but I mean, I caught it. And, like He was going into detail what was happening to him. And the dude legit nearly died. Yeah. You Talk know. about near-death experiences. You got Vince McMahon, who's like 75 and still getting <laughs> in the ring, taking stunners, and his son-in-law fucking nearly dies. Like, shit. Man, you have a heart problem. It's not It's not. It's not nice, man. Trust me. No, no. Oh, yeah. It's not a nice thing, but if your heart goes, that's it. And one day you can't get into the ring because, you know what I mean? Remember Jerry Lawler had a bloody heart attack one day. Yeah, I mean, I think heart attack man life. I think it's definitely the end of an era in the sense that you know Undertaker's in Hall of Fame, Shawn Michaels has retired, Triple H has retired from in ring. Um, you know that. Well, you know Kane. Yeah, you've got that, that kind of class gone, ain't it? Like, you know, yeah, that class is officially gone. Know. I'd say Undertaker and Triple H were the last. I mean, yeah, that appearance from Stone Cold. I guess. But I yeah, now Stone Cold's done that, like, that's it. I think that's put it to yeah, sleep it's now. It's like, right, Focus done. on the new generation. Yeah, People put your focus on the new... Put your focus on the wrestlers you've currently got and the ones you've got in NXT and just look at what the next 10 years are going to be rather than relying on the past. past yeah. yeah, talking about um, the future, we've got Gunther and uh, Raquel called up to SmackDown. Yes. Is, uh, um, I'm looking forward to see what Gunther does. Don't you think that Gunther's lost a tiny bit too much weight? I don't know, you know. I think like, Vince is kind of like... Well, Vince McMahon told, apparently, um, like six months ago, a report was said, uh, Keekly, I think, um, came out with it. Yeah. Basically, Vince McMahon turned around to Walter, or Gunther, whatever he was at the time, and Keith Lee, and said that before they get called up to the main roster, etc., that that he wanted them to drop a little bit of weight. Now, one thing that you can take away from that is, well, Keith Lee's no longer with the company, and Walter did what he was told. Yeah, but, like, Keith Lee's still doing big things, so... Really? You'd call what he's doing on AEW big things? I think he's like waiting for like he's gonna have this like match with Powerhouse Hobbs or like probably a double on the throw on TV or something. So I think kind of like I think Keith Lee at a push will be the TNT champion or whatever the belts the TBS champion. I think that is all that he's ever gonna be. I don't know, you know. I think you have to just a bit and see. Like, well, I suppose we talk about AEW in a bit and it like how. Like bloated, it probably is, but I suppose we get onto it in a minute anyway. Uh, but WWE is finally coming back. Yeah, 
after like 30 years which is a long ass time yeah we're getting a pay-per-view this year and they're coming to Cardiff so hopefully we'll travel down there and see what the ticket prices are like first I'm calling it now that the main event for that pay-per-view is going to be Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns probably yeah it is Cardiff though isn't it so, it's the only it's the only logical thing isn't it? it's the only logical thing because you know that Drew will get an absolutely massive pop yeah I'm like like I said I'll just I do want to see what ticket prices are like and it's probably, quite, reckon, it's probably quite cheap to get down to Cardiff isn't it? well James the other uh, the other James said he'd drive he said we can get there in what three hours yeah so what, we have to that's leave. not an issue so you can drive us there and back so it should be tickets which I'd say if you want to be ringside probably two three hundred four hundred <sighs> anywhere from 120 to 250 quid each yeah but like I said I still pay I probably pay the same for for Wrestle Kingdom tickets so <sighs> It's like, you know, it's the first pay-per-view in 30 years, but it's like yeah, it's, got, it's going to sell. You know what I mean? And You've I, got the alerts, haven't you? Yeah, I've got the alerts. Yeah, as soon as the alert comes through, I'm checking what the ticket prices are like. like I want to be ringside or in that aisle. You know, the aisle. The aisle would be cheaper. I know the aisle would be cheaper, but I still like... like you just For something like that, for something historic like that, you want to be ringside. I think that... I think they're gonna whack the NXT title, uh, UK title on the line as well. Probably, as like I said, uh, well, hopefully a packed show, like a loaded card. Well, it's, it's got to be a fucking loaded card because it's got to live up to SummerSlam '92. So, and um, I wouldn't be surprised. I reckon Walter will be on there, yeah. or Gunther. <laughs> I think they got they got to start that card because if it's not a start, hey, Gunther's, they haven't really established who they've had Gunther like debut, but they haven't set up a rivalry for him yet have they I don't know I think he's just beating up jobbers okay for the time being so which is... the dude's mean like I, I hope to do something good with him yeah he deserves it because obviously he's not moved his ass over to the states and whatever exactly he's upped his life I mean he's you know yeah. longest reigning United Kingdom champion well yeah so far he is yeah until Elia breaks the record probably but I suppose we'll wait and see it? I haven't watched any NXT UK in that long um, I do love Ilya Dragunov I do I think it's because they haven't put on a takeover or anything it's kind of like I'm surprised they haven't put on a takeover or anything yet because like everything's kind of opened up and it just feels weird that they haven't it's probably the works I think this Cardiff show is going to be like like they're um, it's not it's not gonna have like all the NXT UK titles on the line but it's gonna have no but Ilya Dragunov will be there yeah it's gonna have like the main title on the line I'd have Walter versus Ilya Dragunov I really would yeah, but I know like, that it's been done before but like Walter's on the main roster now so. yeah but you can still like you can still make that match happen but you want him to take a loss oh you mean Walter's taking a loss yeah, yeah. that's what or, I mean, yeah. What's his name, Tyler Bates? I heard they're the tag champions, ain't they? Or something? Uh, I believe so, yes. Something like that. It's not, like I said, I haven't... Because there's been no takeovers or anything, I just haven't kept up with any of what's going on down there. 
It just feels like a filter system to NXT. Yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? Before, it used to be his own thing, and you now it's just become like a filter thing. That's true. No, no, no that's, a good, that's a fair point. Which is a bit sad, but... I don't know. Just it is what it is. See what the crack is in it, and then along with it. Um, AEW will be on New Japan World, so obviously we got a lot to talk about um, for like AEW and New Japan together because uh, obviously um, they got the bigger super show coming up obviously just got announced yesterday the forbidden door the forbidden door is not a forbidden door <laughs> it's not burned down to ashes well apparently um, Tanahashi called out Moxley didn't he uh, yeah but that's on that's going to be on the May 14th show. Oh, is it? Yes, that's not far away. I mean, uh, but Moxie called out, basically Moxie called out Tanahashi. That's on the 14th of May. The Windy City Riot just happened in right. Chicago. They obviously had Moxie and Osprey, but the finish was a bit odd. It was a great match. It's like one of the like, best matches of the year. Probably one of the best Mox matches I've seen in a long time. But who won? Who won that? Mox. Mox won it, but he won it in a strange way. Like, right. So basically, it gives him like two DDTs, like his finishers, and then he kicks out. Uh, Osprey kicks out at two point nine. Like, but the three count, like the guy, the referee does the three count and rings the bell, but obviously Mox thinks. It, he's kicked out Osprey's kicked out and then he's like puts him in a chokehold or whatever mm-hmm. and then like the bell rings and yeah whatever and then announce Mox as the, like the winner but then like in Mox just like DDT's the referee and shit so it's just a bit odd okay like just the whole finish of it was the match was great until the finish just put it that way like okay. I don't think the finish was meant to go down like that right Fair play. Yeah. Like, i got to give a shout-out to, like, Okada and ZSJ as well. I think they had, like, a classic match. Just for us, Holly, they're, like, they're not putting the trigger on Zack Sabre Jr. for some reason, but... Well, so didn't Zack Sabre Jr. win the... Yeah, he won the New Japan Cup, but he lost the title match. Which is he lost the title shame. match? Yeah. Was it a good match? Yeah, it was a great match. Like, he, like, lost, which is, like... I know it's Okada's year, and it's the 50th year and whatever. But it just felt a bit... I don't know. When did G1 start? Summer. Summer. Yeah, that's why they got all these um, people in the States at the moment. Isn't it? So that's why they're doing that super show in it. Because I think G1 starts in July, August. Isn't it? Right, okay. So I don't think it's going to be in the G1. Because then, like... That gives them a shot to be at Wrestle Kingdom. So Maybe... But I don't see him winning two tournaments in a year. Depends how they want to build him. Don't know. See, my dream scenario for that Forbidden Door pay-per-view is that Kenny Omega comes back, but he comes back to his Devil's Sky music. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. And then he has a match with Akada. I don't think it's coming... I don't, I don't even know why he's timed yet. It's just going radio silent, isn't it? Well... He was quite injured. So, um, he's just going quiet, ain't it? So, I, I know the show is going to be good. 
it's not going to be a don't think they're going to put on a whack show like I think they're going to put on a great show it's just the way they're going to put the matches together I mean they already put Ishii and um, Cole and for Friday on Rampage so, I mean you know. I said to uh, Corden one of our listeners and he interacts a lot so shout out to Corden um, I said to him like that might be one pay-per-view I might actually uh, rent and uh, watch live I'd love to see what the card is isn't it like it all depends on the card like and how they how they're going to build those it's like how they're going to build those matches as well isn't it it's going to be a bit of a weird one isn't it I reckon you'll have um, some yeah. people showing up on New Japan TV and some people showing up on AEW yeah but that means people going to Japan and coming back from Japan and that can be a bit it's doable it's doable, but how doable is it? Do you know what I'm saying? I would, if they've got any, what they'd probably do is, whoever's involved, have them all fly over, record all of the segments, all of them, in like a day, and then get back. Probably, yeah. I was battling at the belts. Did you watch it? Did you uh, get I did not. clips of it? No. Because he said that Dalton Castle was like... I saw um, I saw that online and so I watched that video of uh, Dalton Castle um, um, kind of debuting on AEW which yeah. I was very happy about because I, um, I do like Dalton Castle yeah I always liked him I just like hope he gets kind of like I don't know maybe maybe that was his tryout maybe not I just have to wait and see where, where he's at like like uh, yeah like AEW are doing some big things obviously like New Japan are doing some big things like I think it's a good time to be a fan like it's a good time to be a fan I mean but I just think that AEW is it's they can't keep on they need to start letting some people go now because yeah I think they let some people go oh I think they have on the slide yeah they've kept it quiet but some people have gone yeah I mean, I saw a clip where um, I think Danhausen's having his uh, first match okay. um, right. in the next in the coming weeks because he uh, he got into the ring and uh, basically got in uh, Hook's face. Yeah. And uh, he goes that he, he doesn't want to curse him; he wants to fight him. Okay. So uh, that yeah, it looks like Danhausen's getting his first match and he's going up against Hook. Yeah, but the thing is, they built the Hook so much. Yeah, like Hook's probably going to kill him. Yeah, just Dan but you don't want Danhausen to lose his first match. Danhausen's his new T-shirt's pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. Well, he's got another new one. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. no, they're milking it for only for rest, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, that if this one's is pretty fire. Like, it's got him. It's got like, like let me describe it. I'm you describing know, it audio form, basically. You shouldn't have told me this because now I'm gonna want it. I'm gonna um, buy it probably, you know what I mean? It's a good t shirt. <laughs> it's got like a little thing about cursing. It's like a comic book style thing. It's just quite, it's just really cool. Like, I'll send you a picture of it later, but yeah, it's pretty sick. Oh, I'm getting it up now. The American right. Nightmare one you sent me was pretty good. Considering like WWE's designs are pretty shit, like recently, I thought that was quite interesting. See, now I want that Danhausen t-shirt. Yeah, it's pretty fine. 
I think you're gonna have to make a choice between Cody and Danhausen. I never look at this T-shirt. It's quite cheap, actually. It's only twenty quid. Well, Truly terrifying tales of the very nice, very evil Danhausen. No one can outrun the curse <laughs> of Danhausen. Oh, it's a cool T-shirt. Isn't it? It's very cool. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> You know, AEW are making, I hate to say it, AEW are making the best merch. It, it appears as though AEW put the most thought into their merch, whereas WWE just grinded out. Yeah, you've got a point there. Although Cody's is sick. Yeah, that was a good t-shirt, but... There's two good t-shirts, because you've got his first one that was released. I think that was like the night of WrestleMania, or it was like it was out the night after his debut, and then there's new one, which is like the 8-bit... Yeah, um, Zelda type thingy. Like Zelda type uh, yeah. design, which is pretty cool. But their shipping is just a killer, man. Yeah, WWE's. Yeah, so you're looking at the price, so you buy it, you're thinking about buying it at 30 quid, and the shipping, shipping is like 20 quid or something. Yeah, and the, the, like, fuck that. AEW's is a lot better. AEW's shipping is like 4 or 5 quid or something. Even yeah. if it's from the States, it's still cheaper. You know what I mean? But I guess it's, it's one of them, isn't it? Like. I suppose if you really want it, you really want it. It's just one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, I want that Dan Housen t-shirt. Forget <laughs> the Cody one. I've turned my back on the Cody t-shirt already. Uh, uh, look at you, 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 Mark. You, Stan. But yeah, that would be, that'd be pretty interesting, hooking Dan Housen. I just want to see Dan Housen in the ring. Like, I, I don't mean, want to see him get squashed. I just want to see he's him... a competent wrestler. He's he's good. Yeah, that's what I mean. And everybody knows he's good, isn't it? Like yeah. he's just I haven't seen him for so long in the ring since he broke his leg, isn't it? And I don't want to don't want hook to break his leg to me. <laughs> no, nah, it'll it'll end up with some kind of screwed finish or he'll have a comed like yeah. comedy type um finish. So no, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be alright. But I think we covered everything. And we covered everything underneath an hour, so... Yeah, I mean, there's not really much else going on. Like, there's a lot going on, but it's... There's a lot of wrestling, like, stuff going on, which obviously we've covered. But then um, there's a lot of stuff kind of going on that's wrestling-related, but relates to, like, other podcasts, which I'm not going to go into, because, you know, at the end of the day, it's none of our business. Well, I mean, I told you about it earlier today, and it's just like... Bloody hell. I don't really listen to whoever you were talking about, so it doesn't really affect my listenership. So, other than that, I mean, uh, I think we covered everything. I, so, I want to know what they're going to do about the belts because they've they've done them as right. They're unified. Therefore, is it that whoever wins them off Roman gets both belts, or do they get to challenge for one yeah. of the belts? Or See, That's the thing about them. I think the belts are going to stay with Roman, which are money in the bank, and that's how they're going to split one of them. And then they're going to split them? Yeah, like, the, per- well, the person with the money in bank briefcase will be like, I just want to challenge for the WWE title, and then Roman keeps the Universal title. But that's... Because uh... they haven't given him a new belt, ain't it? But that makes the whole... WrestleMania match quite pointless because it was supposed to unify the belts. Yeah, no, but they haven't gave him a unified belt, have they? Do you reckon they will? Well, they should. If they were, were they would have gave it to him by Friday, ain't it? I yeah. think having two belts does help. 
because Raw and SmackDown deserve a belt each. Yeah, but you know WWE like they're quick with flipping making belts. Mm. You're not gonna slack on something like that. Production wise, production wise, I hate to say you know WWE probably got the best production. So of course they're, they're not gonna slack on a fucking new belt, are they? I don't know. I mean, I've seen concept designs for apparently what the undisputed world heavyweight champion belt's gonna look like. But they should have gave you two more already. Then it's money in the banks around the corner. Well, you know what I mean. It's, I don't know. It's just Paul Heyman walking around with one, two belt, I know basically, either. and just handing them to Roman afterwards, any. So that's the thing with me. I, if they were gonna do it, they would have done it at Mania. They would have valued it by then. You thought so? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, they would have like unve- at least unveiled the belt or something like that, any, because that's what they normally do, any. That's what they did with the new women's belts, you know, they unveiled them at WrestleMania. So, cause after he won the Master, with the party, they should have just gave him a new belt. So, I think they're going to keep them separate. I think whoever wins money in the banks getting the WWE title. That's fair enough. And that way, that'll probably be Cody, because obviously Cody's been talking about the WWE title in his promo for what? Since, you know, his first promo when he came back, in it. I don't, I'd have like um, whoever the GM of Raw is I'd just have him be like you know Roman's on Smackdown he's running around with two belts we've got no other choice bring back the big gold there's no GM on Raw is there not really they're no. both the same bring, isn't bring back the big gold and then have a tournament for it and I mean, then my about Sonya Deville just looking making herself number one contender it's not even that it's the thing of uh, attacking black women all the time I just find it really racist. And you notice, like, she had that thing with Naomi, now she's got this thing with Bianca. It's kind of like, what's your problem with black women? I think that's people thinking a little bit too much into it. I don't think she, I don't think she has a problem with black people. But it's just that that's the only people she's faced, isn't it? Well, I don't, uh, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what to say to that, really. <laughs> that's just my point of view on it. Like, it's like, that's fair on. enough. I know she's doing a job or whatever, but it's always a black black person she's going after. And why does she go after like Sasha or Ronda or something? You know what I mean? Well, no, she went after Sasha. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, she goes after Sasha. That's, yeah, another, you know that's the next one, bro. Completely agree with you. <laughs> That'd be the next one. If you see she goes after <laughs> Sasha, that's it. You know what the crack is. But yeah, I just find it hard. Just really, that's even like the oddest stuff. That I don't know. Becky's probably went to take some time off with the kid and whatever. But come on, you can bring somebody like Asuka or somebody back in it. Like, where the hell's Asuka? God knows. You know what I mean? You haven't seen her since last year. She hasn't even been on Twitter or anything like that. Yeah, she's, she's just, just radio silent. I have no idea where she is. I thought she was just riding out of contract. In the... I hope not. Probably going back to Japan or something. I hope not either, but Kyrie Sane did it, so... I reckon she'll reappear probably round about Money in the Bank time. <sighs> and then, to be honest, I'd have a win. Like, she'd be a good pick to win Money in the Bank. Yeah, of course. But she's won it before, and it? So. Mm-hmm. Do you want really somebody winning who's already won it? That's not the emphasis of Money in the Bank, is it? You know what I mean? But... I don't know. I get what you're saying. 
just one of them, I guess. But I suppose we'll get, get into it deeper later on. I suppose when we come back, reviewing back, WrestleMania backlash, and yeah, I suppose we'll review that next. Yeah, I definitely. When it is. The other James will be with us for that show, so. Uh, yeah. Hopefully yeah. we can sort out a schedule. Yeah, we'll try and sort out a scheduling and, uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, and like, like I said, I'm like you're saying with you about interest in just where what are they doing with this double belt thing because like you gave him the belt but you haven't gave him a unified belt and you're saying the belts are unified so Yeah. Isn't it like I, the same thing that like Chris Jericho had? Britain forgets about it. Didn't Chris Jericho do the same thing? They only have like the undisputed like, two titles and like kind of like lost one or yeah, so he, he became the undisputed champion yeah. and then he had the two belts. He was running around with the two belts and then, yeah, he lost one of them. I think he lost one of them to Triple H. Yeah, yeah. And then I think he lost the other one to The Rock or something. I, I, know if, I know there was a time where he was running around with both. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he, and he was referred to as the undisputed world heavyweight champion, but then they separated him again. Yeah, yeah, see, that's I think the same thing is going to happen here. Yeah. I mean, you can... I mean, I suppose you could have him just running around with the two belts, and while he has the two belts, he is technically the undisputed world heavyweight champion. Yeah. But then, at any given point, he could lose one of them. Yeah, so he could be the WWE or Universal, which I think is yeah. stick with the Universal belt. And I mean, Roman came, but he, Roman probably he wouldn't take the loss of being like a fatal four way or Money in the Bank screw job or something stupid like that. Yeah, or he gets yeah, forced yeah. to put one of his belts. Yeah, on, on the line or whatever. On the line for money in the bank. Yeah. Like, I don't know, something. You are right, though, yeah. It wouldn't be like. It'd be a fatal four way, and he'd probably turn around and be like, right, the only way I'm doing it is if it's one of my belts and not both. And then he ends up losing one of them. Yeah. So, I guess that's the way it's going to probably pan out, but. But, yeah, I think we've pretty much finished everything now, so. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Let's do the quick plugs. Um, yeah. As always, uh, please follow us at Breeze underscore Shooting. Uh, reach out, get in touch. Let us know what you think of the shows. Um, yeah, yeah. Just talk to us yeah. about your thoughts on yeah. whatever it is. Like, or just have a chat. Say hello. Yeah, the big shows or whatever. Like, give us your predictions as well. Like, we always want to hear different thoughts and opinions, and you know, see if you like the shows or not, or what we can do differently. Constructive criticism is always a, a good thing. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I will definitely catch up with you soon, mate. I don't know when, yeah, yeah. but it's not long oh, anyway. Next so, couple of weeks. Yeah, it's not long. I've only got a week left anyway. So. I've got to contemplate what I need yeah. to think about what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to make sure I find a halo before I forget as well. So make sure you text me to remind me. I need to do what, sorry? Text me about a halo. Just put halo oh, in a message. That's it. I just need to remember. But yeah, I've got um, the Nan movie. So I'm going to watch that. And I need to watch Batman as well. That's good stuff. So yeah, I've got a few other things to watch that I'm not <laughs> progressing. You heard about Netflix, like losing subscribers and all that. No, what? Well, oh yeah, because um, they're clamping down on people sharing accounts. Yeah, what's happened there? Like, what's the sketch? So basically, um, they haven't done it in the UK yet, but they did a trial where they were um, stopping people from sharing account details, and people thought it was absolute bullshit, so people just unsubscribed. But it wasn't like a few, it was shit tons. 
Yeah. So Netflix need to uh, reassess, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. Well, plus, like half the things that on the on there, like the, it wasn't like it used to be, but like they used to have a a banger every like three four weeks or whatever. Oh yeah, Netflix is becoming a little bit. Uh, it's it's not what it was. No, there's not like like I think Disney Plus has really took its place, man. Yeah, and hiking its prices. I mean, I know that everything that's going on in the world, you know, yeah, gas and electric's yeah, going up. Going up whatever, bloody but still insurance, your sky bill, your phone bill, your bloody anything. But then even Netflix are doing it, but theirs was astronomical. I was like, nah. Yeah, that's like the first thing to go though, if you really think about it. Like, yeah, well, if you're thinking about your day, your weekly, I don't know, your monthly lives, and you're looking at, okay, cool, I want to uh, make some cutbacks, I want to save a little bit of money, I want to be a little bit more uh, cautious. Of course, you're going to look at Netflix first. Yeah, and it's like, like I said, there's not... Like, okay, Squid Games was like the, the biggest thing that they did last year. Yeah, Stranger Things is very entertaining, but you know, what if you else want it, like? go on. Like what else? Like what else has really been this year that's been like, like something that you'll talk about that's been on Netflix? Nothing. No, there is good stuff. I can't deny there is good stuff, and there's always something to watch. But you know, th- there's no need to be as greedy as there have been. And then, you know. I can understand them not wanting people sharing details and stuff, but you know, not not everybody. Unfortunately, not everyone can afford you know an extra twelve quid a month. If stuff's tight, you know, twelve quid a month, twelve quid a month. Yeah, twelve quid a month. No, it's not even twelve quid a month for four screens. Like fifteen quid a month or something. Like yeah, that. well, that's why I lowered my screens down. Yeah. So, I mean, I had it in ultra four K, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, yeah. I tried to hike the price up again. I was just like, nah, I'm sorry, I'm not having that. Yeah, it's just like I think Disney Plus is the best deal, the best bargain deal you're gonna get in like a subscription and the stuff that they got on there, and they put on the movies like a couple of weeks after the the release in the cinemas. You can't really go wrong to be fair. No, I'd agree. Yeah, I think like Disney's kind of overtook it. Like I I don't I'm watch much Amazon Prime or things like that. Cause I don't have Amazon, Amazon Prime's Prime. pretty good. Yeah, I heard Amazon Prime's alright. No, I'm not really a fan. No? I've got it. Yeah. Well, I'm not... If uh, if one was to abruptly go out of all of them, it'd definitely be Prime. <laughs> well, I guess it just is what it is anyway. But, uh, yeah, I think I'll stop on that note anyway. Cause yeah, on that note. <laughs> and on that note, if you want to save money, cancel your subscriptions. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Speak cool, to you soon. We'll catch up with you. Make sure you message me now, though. I will do. Okay, I'll catch up with you soon, mate. Bye. Bye. Bye.